Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hi. You are rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. It is Thursday, and yet another day we come in here following a Grizzlies loss, and we can be down about it, get down and talk about what the Grizzlies didn't have last night. Jaron Jackson uh, continued to be awesome. Uh, lose at Houston, 117-104. When you saw the Desmond Bain news on the injury report uh, yesterday, late morning, uh, added as questionable with an illness, did go on and miss the game. You kind of knew in the pit of your stomach what you were headed for. Um, and it was disastrous, particularly for that Grizz bench. Rockets win. You get another shot at them on Friday back here. Then one more before Ja Morant returns. Whew. Let us get through. Giannis goes off both on the court and then off it afterwards. We'll talk about that Thursday night football tonight. A little bit different. Uh, because our man John Martin hopefully going to be in the house. Penny Hardaway scheduled to speak early this afternoon. Now, we got a chance to speak to him yesterday on the show. Hopefully, you were listening. If you didn't, you can go back and catch the full interview on the podcast before he speaks today. We'll see if there's any update on Naquan Tomlin, Jordan Brown, uh, as Memphis gets set to play number 13 Clemson on Saturday in what should be a pretty uh, pretty cool environment. It looks like those club-level seats sold out uh, yesterday. Uh, and so in that, and then we'll have another big presser tomorrow morning. John Morant, Grizzlies announced last night, uh, will speak after the team shoot around tomorrow morning at 11.30 a.m. So really first public comments. I imagine uh, there'll be everybody down there, reporters, everybody else, maybe some national guys, whatever else, but it won't be, John, the circus that has been the civil trial that's involved, uh, John, certainly, right? It'll just be more straightforward. What have you learned? How do you feel? What are you going to do for this team, right? Yeah, I mean, I, this is the this is you know, hey, I'm I'm back, you know, first release from Michael Jordan, uploading, so uploading, John Morant, yep. So, yeah, I mean, I you know, there's nothing that's going to compare to that, you know, that 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 mess. So, um, but it's almost over, right? I mean, everybody's done testifying and everything, so or at least the that part of it. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't. It's it's a hearing. I keep calling it a trial. It's a hearing. You know, I I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Um, anyway, yes. Uh, interesting. Um, interesting night. Inter- uh, interesting thoughts going through my head that I want to run by you um, in, in just a little bit. Okay. Um, Drew Hill's going to join us at eleven twenty-five. Right. Talk to him. I'm sorry. I said, all right, I'm sorry. I'll stop speaking. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought you had, you know, it's a little bit of a delay here. Yeah. Is there just the Drew church Hill. choir, you know? Yes. Drew Hill's going to join us at 1125. We'll talk to him about all of that. Um, get his thoughts on, you know, Jaron. Jaron's, you know, playing his best basketball of his career, so that's something. So we'll talk to him about that. Jeff Calkins at 125 um, and talk to him about Memphis basketball, Penny Hardaway, John Morant, all those things. So that's the show today. Um, I'm ready to go home. <laughs> Don't tell us that you're in you're in Vegas right now. Don't be telling us you're ready to go home. You're you're tired no, of uh, you're you're tired of being uh, uh, in Vegas. 
it's time. It's time. I mean, I, you know, you, you, I, I did this with, um, you know, great ambitions, you know, knowing, knowing sort of how daunting the, um, you know, the week would be. And it's not, I mean, I, I'm not doing anything in terms of, you know, uh, financials that I wouldn't be doing in Memphis really other than, um, just the, just the cost to, to, to exist, <laughs> you know, on the strip, man, it's absolutely insane. That's, you know, it just, it beats you down. And so I'm, you know, here's, here's my, uh, here's my dilemma, Jason, as we have Thursday night football. So it's at Allegiant Stadium. It was a big reason why I decided to stay this long, right? So came in Saturday, went to the game on Sunday, said, you know what? I got that Sunday and I got that Thursday. Let me knock out both of these games. Well, I don't know if you're up on the news, but this game on Thursday night is an abject disaster. Justin Herbert's hurt. Keenan Allen's out. Devontae Adams sick. Sounds like he's going to play, but he's sick. Josh Jacobs is probably not going to play. Um, and this is an absolute, this is a disaster of a game. And, you know, I'm I'm out here by myself. You know, if I want to buy a ticket, you would think, oh, man, you should be able to fall up in there for nothing. Bro, I'm still going to have to pay $200. I'm still going to have to pay, you know, $100 for the, uh, you know, or whatever it is for the Uber and the Lyft. To get there and back, I've still had to deal with all that. So my my thing is like, and this is just my honest, and I'm and I'm I'm curious, like what you would do in this situation. I'm like, I don't even want to go. What, what what's the point of me going to this game where none of these guys are going to be on the roster next year, most likely? Uh, I'm not seeing like some great quarterback, and I'm still paying two hundred dollars for a damn seat plus beer plus. Uber plus what I you know what I'm saying like wouldn't it just be easier to just watch the game at, at the at the sports book and, and enjoy it like tell me tell me if I'm if you if you feel me or if I'm being a little ridiculous yeah you've been a real lame <laughs> oh poor John he's tired of being in Vegas doesn't want to go to the, doesn't want to go to the bad game that he's gonna have to spend his money on <laughs> you put all that money away to do all this anyway. So well, what are we talking about here? What are we talking about here? That was I mean, part of the did, but it's like, that it's was like, part damn, of the I mean, dream week is that you're going to two games and it, and who cares? It just so happens that these are the the two crappiest games you could have ever seen because the first one was three nothing. That's what I'm saying. And you're gonna get it, <laughs> but you're you're in allegiance with with your people, bro. I don't I I don't get this at all. I'm not. I, I again. I, I, this feels this is circusish. much like the uh, the civil trial, much like the hearing the self defense hearing for John Moran. I feel like. You you man up and you go to that game, man. Okay, well, think, and you do you is, do the job a, that you were sent to do, which was to go to two NFL games. Well, it was a dream. Remember how important getting in the first one was. Again, you've gone I did to two, that though. This I went. A, it's a dude who goes to two games in one week. That's a that's that's more of the the story you will be able to tell. I mean, nobody wants you're going to be there anyway, dude. Go to the game. Go to the game. And I, well, I, that, that, I think that would be the argument. If I'm if I'm here, it's if I'm, if I'm yes. five miles away, you know. I, I, I want to penny you right now and tell you to stop asking me, uh, you know what I'm saying? Stop asking me stupid f***ing questions. What would I do? You're going to go you to that game. You, you do acknowledge how much of a disaster, like an issue it is, though. 
this, uh, yeah, this whole it's, thing. It, it's unfortunate what you get, but you know what? That's half of the NFL right now, playing with backup quarterbacks and everything else. I mean, that literally is half of the NFL. We are seeing second and third stringers in there, so that's no different. Surely you're not going to get just three points. You're going to see some touchdowns in it. So I imagine, again, that you will probably get a better experience than what you're planning for. It's not like you can talk to Josh Jacobs. You know what I'm saying? If he's in there, right. you're going to be sitting in the stands anyway, dude. So, man, just man up and go to the game. Just man up and go man to the game. Yeah, a, a thousand percent, dude. I can't even believe we're discussing this. Go to the game, man up. You're in Vegas. It's the job you were sent to do, dude. Follow through. Right. Because who knows when I'll be able to do this stuff again, bro. I got two kids. I'm about to have two kids. You know, after that, it's like, I mean, I'd have to take them. That's going to cost me. Six-year salary. I'm going to need you to sound a little merrier about this trip, man. You know, sounding all is, – is this for Sam that you're trying to sound miserable for? Oh, no, no, Cause, no. Cause that's is, what I'm saying. This you, is PSA. This, 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 this ain't going to be life for you. You got two kids, happy wife to keep her happy. You ain't going to be able to just leave off for a week, especially once you've got that, that second child in there. So you better be oh, enjoying sure. this little bit of time away for what it is. I know you miss well, the kid and you miss your wife right now, but you better be enjoying – because what you're doing right now, that's not reality, bro. And you're going to have to snap back real fast. I figured this was an early midlife crisis for you. And that's why you had to get out there and go see these two and leave your family for a week to go to Vegas. You better be. You, like, uh, you, you better enjoy like yourself. Curry, bro. No. Go home and be a family man. No. You need to get back to life and back to reality and, and, and understand that these kinds of trips you're taking right now, this ain't going to be it. This ain't going to be a yearly thing, John. We, your family won't have it. And uh, I, as your uh, partner, won't have it. Let that, you still well, need to send me out to Vegas. You don't have to worry. This is not, um, I would not recommend a week in Vegas for, to anybody that's listening. You need to be like four, three days, get the hell up out of here. Now, let me, ask, right? let me ask you a question that's not as, uh, you know, that maybe, maybe uh, our, our listeners can draw something from, see if you've heard. Do you think Penny Hardaway, because we know that from day to day, answers can change with Penny, and we know that behind the scenes, things are, you know, working and happening with Naquan Tomlin and, and Memphis trying to get him admitted. Do you think anything changes from what Penny Hardaway said with us yesterday, which is was essentially now not planning on any reinforcements anytime soon? I got my team for basically for Clemson. He's saying, do, do you expect anything to have changed today, or is this a deal where you know we're probably looking at Naquan Tomlin making his debut? You know, whether it's uh, uh you know, three games from now gets Van, two games from now gets Vandy, or, or or certainly down the line and not on Saturday. You think anything changes with Penny's answer today? No, I don't. Um... I mean, I I think the the Jordan Brown thing is just. I feel like there was there was a there was an incident like this that was going on for a long time. That like it was just kind of let maybe maybe it was Amani, you know, that it was just kind of left open ended and he wasn't like with the team, but he wasn't not with you know what I'm saying like um, I don't know if we're gonna get a you know. I, I, maybe at some point we get that. Maybe at some point we get the official news on Jordan Brown, but I don't think it's anything that Penny's going to be actively trying to, you know, get out there in front of and 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 put the kibosh on. I, you know, as as messy as this thing has gotten. So, yeah, I, I don't I don't suspect we're going to have any different, you know, news. Um, but but we know this this group is capable, you know, of winning games with who they with what they have. I mean, they 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 you know they they beat Texas A&M at their place. Clemson's going to be a challenge because of, you know, their best player, as we talked about yesterday, P.J. Hall. He's, you know, one of the best scorers in college basketball. He's a mismatched nightmare just in terms of the way he can score, you know, all three phases. But this is in Memphis, and this is Memphis's first home game in a month. So 
you know, I think there's going to be a lot of pent-up energy and a lot of, uh, obviously, you mentioned the news, like only terrace-level seats remain for this game. So, man, I just, I can't, I, I, I wish I was there. I wish I was able to go because that game is going to be just, the atmosphere is going to be awesome. I cannot wait. You know what? They deserve it uh, at this point. And you mentioned them being gone as long as they have. And, you know, I know I know we, we had Stansbury's comments earlier uh, this season about being disappointed in home attendance. But we, we talked about it. Those weren't real measuring sticks of what you hopefully will see on Saturday. And then, you know, again, realize, you know, Virginia's Cup is a Tuesday night. But what you'll hopefully see over the next couple of nights in terms of atmosphere, I think, I think the, the one thing you've got going forward is that, you know, Penny Hardaway talked about it with us yesterday in terms of, of in terms of having the kind of crowd you want to. When you mentioned the tickets and, and that being positive, is that um, I think people feel just like you came in here on Monday, just like Penny said uh, with us yesterday, they feel disrespected. They feel like this team's being disrespected or held out, and um, you know, having things held against it. Maybe it's you know previous history, last couple of years in the NCAA tournament, but that that's applying this year. Um, you know, that sort of resentment. Uh, in terms of putting it into a, a, an atmosphere in a building, you know that can that can add to things um, in terms of electricity. And so I think you're going to get a a crowd too that's that's extra supportive right now. Wants to be because it's it's feeling a little bit offended that it's not ranked right that 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 the college basketball world hasn't noticed. And so wanting to get behind this team and um, put the rest of college basketball, your boy Jeff Goodman, everybody else on notice that. Um, that something special could potentially happen here this year. That I just it, it feels a little bit pent up, and maybe there's a chance uh, to finally see that let out again on Saturday. I'm hopeful for Penny and the team they get the crowd. Sounds like from the ticket sales, um, it's going to be pretty electric in there. And I guess you know you'll get the whiteout and everything else. But uh, imagine the advantage that is because they've faced it from the other side now, whether it was a Missouri or or Ole Miss or whatever else VCU. The advantage that could be for these older guys a Javon Quinterly, a Caleb Mills, a David Jones, you know, having that kind of crowd. I've never experienced anything like that yet here. Uh, imagine the advantage it could be for the Tigers on Saturday if it's what we think it will be at 2 o'clock. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, think about just the opportunities in front of you, right? Uh, Northwestern goes down to Chicago State yesterday. Man. I mean, like, I, you know, I know we keep talking about it, but there's your opening right there. You're in with a win, period. Right? I mean, my God, if you beat a number 13 team in the country, you're not in? I would think I'm so. I'm going in. No, well, I, I, that, that now that's, the, that's like, the same Northwestern team that didn't they knock off Duke? I mean, excuse me, Purdue. Purdue, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, that college basketball this year. Um, it's weird, man. It's it's crazy. But you know what? I mean, that's that's something that, you know, you have to understand is that, you know, anybody anybody in this in this country, anybody in the in, in college basketball, you know, can can have extreme results, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's and that's why, like, uh, you know, they're going to be, you know, Purdue, you know, Purdue doesn't get penalized, you know, Memphis loses to Villanova, they get penalized. It's just exhausting, quite frankly. Um, and I know Purdue is a different class uh, into, of team, but you know, the point is still, sort of still the same for me. Um, so yeah, I mean, look, I I, uh, I think it it sounds like it's going to compare favorably to some of the best environments that we have. You know, seeing at Memphis in a Memphis home game, you know, Houston last year was unbelievable. You know, Cincinnati was a pretty good uh, – Cincinnati at home last year was a pretty good one. I was there for that. I, I remember thinking, damn, this is – you know, there still is a lot of energy for that Cincinnati basketball program, man, even though, you know, it hasn't been as back and forth maybe as it once was and that they were leaving. But 
yeah, man, I mean, I think this is, you know, for the Tigers, I'll say this, they're in a great position in terms of, you know, and, and this is part of it. Inevitably, we do it all the time. But with the Grizzlies sitting there at 6 and 17, you know, people are looking for something. And John's going to come back, and that's going to get a lot better. So, you know, we know that. But in terms of the sports, the, the consciousness of the city, you know, I, I really believe that the Tigers have the opportunity to grab that right now. Um, and, you know, you, you beat Clemson, a top 13 team at home. You, you know, get to 8-2. and two, You get to the top 25 on Monday. I mean, you start talking about some some real stuff, bro. If you win this game on Monday, you start talking about some real tangible this this season could be, you know, better than we, we imagined in terms of seeding, in terms of all those things. I mean, again, I would never in a million years have said Memphis would be eight and two through ten. Just would not have believed it. Um, so, you know, that's that's what this game represents. You know, it's sort of uh, it, it's a it's a stepping stone, you know, and it's a bridge to something that is good already to something that could be potentially special. I think that's what this game represents for Penny Hardaway. Yeah, I mean, that that's the speech to the team before you won eight out. I mean, Penny said it yesterday with us. You won out of the 8-9 game, and these are the ones you got to get. Uh, college basketball world is disrespecting you right now. Real simple, right? The way you get it is you go out and get wins like this. And, and again, you're, you're not – we're not feeling as good about this as, as, as we, you know – we're not feeling as good about this if the Tigers don't do what they did against Texas A&M. You've set yourself up for this, for this, you know, for an even possibly higher ceiling, knocking off Texas A&M to build to this. And so, yeah, man, I mean, what doesn't change is you still got to get into conference play and you still got to take care of business there, right? I mean, the tightrope is still thin in the sense that, you know, what you can gain right now can be given back with a bunch of bad losses. Not not predicting that, obviously. The Tigers have too much talent. Um, so it's not like you're done, John, if you get the next couple of wins. You know what I'm saying? That you can chalk up a four or five seed. You've still got work to do. You can't go get swept by Florida Atlantic uh, in conference play and be done. But absolutely, yeah, it feels a lot different than it did two weeks ago in terms of, uh, you know, your way out of that 8-9 could be as high as, uh, who knows, a 4-5 if you take advantage of these opportunities. So it feels like a real easy speech for Penny Hardaway uh, on Saturday before the game to this team. You've been, you know, let's get in the rankings. And then we'll, we'll, be, we'll see what happens, John. If they, they knock them off, get in the rankings on Monday, uh, it'll be a different story. It'll be, well, then, well, how do you handle success? Right and being targeted, and you have your ranking now, so you can't you can't go around clamoring, disrespecting everything else, and we'll see you know what that looks like again with all these uh, experienced guys that have been through the wars. You think you'd handle that relatively well as well? It wouldn't be. It's not like you're dealing with a bunch of freshmen who've just arrived at the top twenty-five. Most of these guys, a lot of these guys, have been on teams that have been ranked, and so um, yeah, man. Hopefully they're taking care of business on Saturday and. Uh, with the team that they've got, at least right now, you know, at least what sounds like what uh, we'll see if anything's changed when Penny Hardaway talks today. Uh, and then we're talking more opportunity for him next week uh, as a ranked team. Yeah, I'm with you, John. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Drew Hill is the Grizzlies beat writer for the Daily Memphian. He is kind enough to join us every Thursday. He does so now. Drew, it's getting tough. Obviously, uh, Grizzlies go down last night, and, and we can talk all about, you know, performances or lack thereof. But I know certainly the the news that everybody's, you know, looking and waiting for is 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 for, you know, John Morant's return, obviously. And and it's tomorrow, if 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 I'm correct, Drew, and you correct me if I'm wrong, that we'll get that first pub, those first public comments from John Morant. What kind of John Morant are you expecting us uh, to sort of hear tomorrow when this all happens yeah to be honest it's hard to predict exactly what he is going to be like um i would expect that you're gonna have him here that he's excited to play um he's excited to be back out there with his teammates i think that's a given um i wrote a little bit uh over the weekends about ja uh and about his stops in at mumford high school spoke to a few people uh, who are part of that Team Morant group, uh, and they seem to have very positive things to say about where his mindset is right now, that he is has a bit of a renewed energy to him, that he understands that he made a mistake, that this has forced him to mature and, and grow up. Um, and I think all of that is positive now. I mean, that this is you, you want to be careful, right? Like you, we won't know until we see it because this is our, we've already gone through this um, one time. So, you know, everybody, the hope for everybody still remains that Ja is in the best uh, mindset and health that he can be in and that he's going to come back and be on the court for the Grizzlies and stay on the court for the Grizzlies and that all of this will be a thing of the past. And so, I think you're going to hear him say that that's the plan um, and that he's very excited to be back out there. I don't know what the response will be when asked about whatever changes he's made, which I'm sure he'll be asked about. I don't know what the response will be um, when people ask him what it's been like to watch his team and sit on the sideline. I'm, I'd imagine he would admit that, that, that it's been really tough. Um, so I'm, I'm really interested to see what kind of job we're going to get tomorrow. I don't, I don't think I can pinpoint it for certain. Why do you think there's been, you know, such a – I mean, I assume – I don't have the metrics, but I assume it, at the Daily Memphis, for example, that those stories are just going crazy, you know, on Ja. Like, why do you why do you think – I mean, this is really just a 
I mean, this is a, a financial matter between, you know, this guy and John Morant. There's nothing criminal about it yet. It just, you know, it's, you know, we're, we're, we're covering it and people are reading it and we're, and we're covering it because people are reading it. You know, why do you think there is such a, you know, an, a, a, why is this getting so much attention? Is it just because of the spectacle of John being on a stand? Like, what's going on here? Well, I think it's a combination of a lot of different things. Um, first of all, just to get to your point, like there, there will not be anything criminal uh, in this case. Like we're pa- we're past that, so you know that that's this is all about money at this point. That's essentially all it's about. Um, and why is it getting so much attention? Well, one, I mean, Ja is the most famous person in this in West Tennessee and in the mid South region as a whole, like by far, he's the most famous person. There's really not anybody close. Um, so of course it's going to gather a lot of attention. There's mystery there because, you know, we haven't heard from him in so long and we've heard about all these sort of different things that have popped up with him that, you know, about his personal life. Um, there's been a lot of negativity around him. So everybody kind of wants to know how he's doing. They want him to be doing well. If you're a Grizzlies fan, you, you hope for that. Um, and so I think when he did take the stand and he did talk publicly, everybody was kind of wanting to know what his demeanor was going to be like. Um, and I'm going to be honest, like, you know, part of it too is just how ridiculous <laughs> this has been. Like to sit there for three and a half hours on Monday and have them explain the rules of pickup basketball and do check balls with attorneys on either side and talk about, do you play by ones or by twos and winners stay on and the losers have to get a new group and play against the winners. And it's all very standard pickup basketball stuff. If you've played pickup basketball ever in your life, you, you know, these rules. Um, and it just, you know, and and if you've played pickup basketball in your life, you've probably seen a little bit of a skirmish on a check ball, especially if you play competitively. And everybody has testified that the games were very competitive. Um, and so now it just it really gets into the weeds of like, how did Joshua Holloway throw the ball at Jaws' face? Um, was it a baseball pass? Was it a chess pass? Was Jaw looking for the ball? Was he ready for it? Um, did he just miss the ball? Like all of these are questions that everybody's trying to answer. And it, it just seems outrageous, right? Like this, this, it just seems completely outrageous. And I think Jeff did a good job of capturing it in his column um, on Monday. And so, you know, without getting into the details of the case, which we can, if you want to, but like, I, I think part of the reason there's so much attention on it is just because it seems so preposterous that, you know, there's somebody presumably suing for hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars over a tussle that started when uh, a high school basketball player threw a ball at John Morant's face uh, or threw a ball and it hit John Morant in his face, I should say. Yeah, I mean, I, and and I'm I'm right with you guys on in terms of how 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 crazy this has gotten. I, I guess I'm I'm just more concerned with Drew has this the 25 game suspension that we know obviously stemmed from something completely different what he did on social media, coupled with the injuries, coupled with I mean tripled with whatever you want to do it, grouped with you know uh, some misses there clearly on the wing. Has this cost them a season? Ha- have you ha- have they dug themselves? 
too big a hole here, Drew, because I, I, I'll be honest with you. I was feeling still optimistic about it here a week or two. But if you look at the analytics and you look at now who they've got to pass, I just I know Ja's going to say tomorrow, yeah, man, we're going to make a push. We're going to try to get in this play. And I just, I'm interested in, in what you think of how big the task will be to get caught up and grab one of those playing spots. Oh, it's a it's a big task. I mean, it is mathematically probably unlikely, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, yep. And so, yeah, it's going to be a real challenge. I don't think it's out of the picture, though. Um, you never know what's going to happen during an NBA season. Like injuries, almost every single season derail certain teams, um, mm-hmm. and the season's still relatively young. So you don't really you don't know what's going to happen to the people around you or even to the Grizzlies. I mean, let's be honest, the Grizzlies are, are one injury away from this this going bye-bye this entire season. The thought of having a successful season is completely gone. Yep. Um, so, you know, it is definitely a delicate balance here. It's going to take almost a perfect storm to move up and have this season sort of play out the way that maybe you hoped it could have played out uh, when they were, I don't know, when they had won only three games to start the season um, because, you know, immediately it, it felt like they weren't going to be a potential top two seed in the West. So if you want just the, the conservative guess or that we were guessing maybe a week or two into the season, I think that's still a possibility. Um, but it, it's going to take a little bit of a perfect storm to get there. I do think that adding John, adding these guys back is definitely going to make them a better team. The question is, how many times can they string off eight out of nine, yeah. nine out of ten? Like they're going to have to do that several times in order to to get themselves back in this, and they're going to definitely have to beat the teams that are ahead of them in the standings. And so that's why, you know, it kind of stinks that you've lost two to the Rockets already, and you're going to come home. And who knows if Bain will be feeling better by then, or if he'll be available? Like we don't we don't really have clear answer to that. So, you know. If you go, if you drop three to the Rockets, you're really not helping your case whatsoever. Right. So uh, it is; it's getting more daunting uh, by the game. You just got to hope the moment that Jow steps back on the court, it all sort of turns in the right direction. And we don't know if that'll happen or not. We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, and, and I, I realize a, a lot of the judgment will be reserved for after Jaw's back, and then you can get a better look at when guys are in their spots. You know, you get a better judgment of what you need and everything else. But, but I, I have to ask you. How notable is it, you know, right now and for his future with the Grizzlies that that Santi and albeit again not hold and you're asked to to step up in some spots hasn't really done that or at least to the point that taking advantage of this this opportunity in the way that we sort of you know to the the, the skill level that we see um, in a way that's sort of commensurate with his talent. Um, I you know I is think it just a bad stretch? Yeah, disappointing. Yeah, I do think it's a bit of a bad stretch. Um, I think he's done enough to prove he can be a rotation player for the Grizzlies moving forward, but he is being asked to do too much right now. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't just single him out. I would single out the entire roster around Bain and Jackson so far. Uh, It's been incredibly disappointing. The number one thing is is shot-making. This team just can't make shots, and they drafted players that they thought were going to be shooters, and none of those guys have worked out. And you're just severely lacking an offensive punch. I saw. I I wish I could credit who it was, um, but I saw. Uh, I saw the Stephen Adams stats account tweeted out uh, an expected field goal percentage for teammates 
uh, outside of the top scorer on the team and uh, for the top 16 scores in the league. And Desmond Bain's the 16th uh, best scorer in the league so far this year on average. And he has by far the least amount of help of all of those top uh, 16 players because the Grizzlies expected field goal percentage is like negative 5.9% or something like that. Um, so essentially it has been Bain, Jackson and nothing uh, yep. behind them. And that is the, that has been the problem this season. And it's a problem going forward because if you want to remake a roster, you have to have pieces that are tradable and pieces that people may want. And right now, I, I just it's going to be hard to remake this roster this season. It's going to be an extreme challenge. You just need some of these guys to step up and play better. Santi's one of them. I'm not giving up on Santi, though. I'm not either. Yeah, so, you know, I, I, with Jared, like, I just wonder, um, you know, I know it obviously wasn't enough, but, you know, is this a function or a symptom of just, you know, personnel, or, or do you think potentially, like, a happy accident of all of this is that maybe he's developing a little bit more confidence, you know, as a score. I know it's not necessarily the first thing he's looking to do, but I mean, we're talking about two straight 40 balls. I mean, it, it, it does sort of, to me, open up the possibility that, Hey, maybe there's another dimension here that, for Jared. He's still, as we know, so young, you know, is, is this something you think that could persist potentially even with the return of John, not 40, obviously, but just a, you know, more aggressive Jaron that is looking to score, you know, a little bit more um, intentionally. I, I, yes, definitely. Um, but it is part of it right now is the situation because, you know, 29 field goals attempts against the Mavericks was a career high uh, for Jaron. So, uh, and then he turned around and I believe had 24 or 25 against the Rockets last night. So obviously, um, the opportunity is increasing, which definitely helps. I do think that his game is still developing. Um, I've spoke to people around Jaron that still believe that uh, very strongly and like to point out that he is still very young and that his game is still going to get better at this point. And I, and I think it kind of goes for Jaron and Bain that going through this experience, yes, could eventually be a, a positive for both of those guys. Um, my thing with Jaron is I, I, it's been great over these last five or six games, and he deserves credit for that. I want to see that when he's going up against some of the better defenders in the NBA, some of the more physical players in the NBA. Like I want to see some of these performances pop up when he's playing against Giannis or he's playing against Rudy Gobert and the Timberwolves. Like that's, That, to me, is kind of the next step is, okay, you can do this when you're playing against Derek Lively or Alper and Shangoon and you're going big and getting these big numbers. Um, let's, let's do it against the best competition in the league. I think that would be that, that would take this, this run that he's on and make it even more impressive to me. So um, I, I, he deserves a lot of credit for what he's done. I think this experience is going to make him better. Um, but I think there's still definitely steps to take for Jared at this point. Hey, Drew, over under nine and a half on, you know, eventual game suspended for Draymond, who's obviously out and definitely right now for hidden use of Nurkic. What's the NBA really going to take Golden State out of the race? They are not good when he's off the floor. I think it was two and five uh, for suspensions or games he had been ejected in or games he's missed. Um, what do you think happens with Draymond? Significant? 
Um, yeah, I'm trying to do the math here to figure out nine and a half. Um, Ten. How many weeks? How many weeks would that be? Oh, Is, yes. I think I think it's probably he's probably out two or three weeks. I, I'd probably take an over. <laughs> I'd probably take an over on nine and a half for Draymond Green. Uh, game suspended. I I have been very public. Like Draymond Green is not. Uh, I, look, I appreciate a good villain. Uh, I actually appreciate Dylan. I appreciate Patrick Beverly. Like I think those guys make the game fun. Draymond, uh, it's just. I think it might be the way that the the he comes across on the podcast and the media. It just. It seems like he feels as if he's he's done no wrong in a lot of situations. And to hear him get up there and say he was trying to sell a call and that he doesn't sell a call by going to the floor, like that's just not true. It's just it's just a lie. Like every player falls to the ground to try to sell calls. So, you know, I I didn't necessarily agree with it. I don't think Draymond thinks he's in the wrong. Like I think Draymond just thinks he plays on the edge. And that's what's going to, you know, if it if this goes under, it's because Draymond is just going to tell the league to shove it, that he's fine, that he doesn't need the help. And I think eventually the league might just let him get back out there. But I, I, I'm not a fan of the way that this has been handled. And it, it just can't keep happening. It's, it's tired at this point, you know. Uh, it, it seems like it's, there's something every five games with this guy. Um, and, you know, he has a history of technical fouls. I don't think any player gets a more lenient whistle as a result to complaining to the officials than Draymond Green does. So he already gets a lot of leniency. It's time to have some accountability, and uh, I I think that that it's going to end up being over. Uh, But it really will just depend, uh, I think, on how Draymond reacts to it. It will. Drew, thanks, brother. Appreciate the time as always, man. Yeah, thanks, guys. See ya. He is Drew Hill, covers the Memphis Grizzlies for the Daily Memphian. We'll come back. Jeff Calkins is going to join us at 125. Into all this with him. Stick around. Jason and John out of China Family, ESPN. I'm Chelsea Messenger, helping you beat the books with Vectuel. The Clippers put their five-game winning streak on the line as they host the shorthanded Warriors tonight in L.A. Golden State will be without suspended forward Draymond Green, a big blow to their defense. The Clippers should be able to take advantage without Green down low. The BetQL model likes to play on the total in this one. Their five-star play of the day is to take the over between the Clippers and the Warriors. Bet smarter and beat the books with BetQL and download the BetMGM app today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Yes, John. You got the game ball? Um, I wasn't able to get it. They took it. We need to find that game ball, man. They took it for Sheepway. <laughs> it was um, it was quite the night in the National Basketball Association last night. Um, I mean, it really was. You had the Draymond indefinite suspension that came down, and then you had the Giannis, you know, the scene there. I guess we'll take the the Draymond thing first because that's probably the the bigger story in terms of you know implications and things that are gonna. Um, you know, have an impact. But Draymond Green has been indefinitely suspended by the NBA. They didn't put a number on it. So I guess in that sense, we were both wrong. But uh, it seems like this is going to be extended. He's going to have to get counseling. And, you know, Kevin Durant said he hopes he gets the help he, he that, that he needs. Um, I don't know. When I hear indefinite suspension, I think, you know, Maybe even potentially longer than the ten that I thought. What What did you think when you saw that come down? I, I didn't think it had to be that. Uh, I, I do realize, you know, like Jaws, there there's other things that you've got. To, he's got to take care of before he gets fully back on. But remember, they didn't. I mean, wasn't didn't Jaws start indefinite his first one, and then it ended up eight games? And so I I don't think we have to be on our on our prediction yesterday. I don't think we're necessarily wrong at all. We can still count what it's going to be, and I I still think there's a chance it comes in under ten. Just because, again, like I mentioned to Drew, you you keep Draymond out, you know, for weeks and weeks here, you can pretty much call it a season for Golden State the way they have played yep. without him. And again, the Golden State is good for the NBA, and I don't think they're trying to do that. And part of that, this whole let's get to the root of the problem, right? I, I don't, I don't. It's uh, to me, I interpret that more as all right, we're we're we've got to do something else because our suspensions haven't worked. But I don't interpret it as, uh, oh, this is going to mean a 15- to 25-game suspension, which would undoubtedly, you know, pretty much put Golden State out of commission. I I don't look at it that way. I still think it could come in under 10. Who knows what the, you know, how many counseling sessions he's got to do. They could do this quickly, get him back, and then be able to say, listen, we did more than just suspend him. We're, quote-unquote, trying to get to the root. The NBA is the root of the issue. You've got, you've got Draymond Green, who has always walked that line of, of playing the game on the edge and has done it you know, skillfully. But the NBA has allowed Draymond Green to take it to this level. They're as much at fault as anybody else in this. Realize, I mean, I'm not absolving Draymond here, but they're the reason. So they, they have to, John, act like we're doing something different. That said, I don't, I don't, I don't get the feeling again – Based on anything I've seen, that this is going to be something that's where he's gone for 
you know, a jaw-like suspension. I, I don't see it because the NBA loves Golden State too much. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's 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 obviously a major it's a major uh, problem. I mean, this guy is a loose cannon. He's hitting people. He's stomping people. He's, you know, um, I mean, he's 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 out of control. So, I mean, I I think you know putting putting an indefinite on it and. You know, the the problem is what you're trying to undo is you're trying to undo ten years of enabling. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's not going to happen. Like Draymond Green, I mean, he may be like any other, you know, somebody that gets help, and you know, they might be good for a little bit, and then they just, you know, something triggers them, and they have a relapse. I have absolutely no faith in Draymond Green changing his tune or act whatsoever. And it, it, to the, any extent that he does, it's just going to be uh, fake. It's just going to be just, you know, you 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 can't you can't change who who you are when it's you know it's embedded and it's insidious in terms of the things that you know you've been able to get away with, you know, for your entire NBA career essentially. It ain't. Gonna, I mean, it's like think about it, Jason. I mean, you're you're 46 years old. I'm 32 years old. It's hard for us to change. You know, grown men don't just change. Very difficult. Um, and especially Draymond, a guy that's made his money, that's, you know, won championships. You know, I mean, I, I just don't have, I guess my, my, my big opinion here is that I don't have much faith in him changing his ways um, because I just don't think at this point in his career he's, he's necessarily that motivated to. Um, I can't say that I would be either because it's worked for me. I've gotten away with it this long. Now you're asking me to change on like the last two years of my career, you know? So I don't know. He'll, he'll, he'll say the right things, I suppose. And he'll do the things that they need him to do. But I mean, I feel like the first side of trouble, he's going to be right back in the rest phase. He's going to be right back doing the, I mean, when you live in the gray area, Jason, you don't know any other way, you know, like does, does Draymond even know how to not do that stuff? I'm not optimistic. Yeah, I mean, I'm not optimistic it's going to change Draymond Green, the person that never takes uh, responsibility for his actions. But Draymond, the acting a fool between the lines, if he believes that uh, the NBA is truly serious, that the next time it'd be, you know, truly severe, uh, uh, just getting him to stop flailing as much or, or taking that extra tug on a guy that's a little bit, you know, that, that's dirty, quite frankly, because we've seen those plays. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you could stop it, and 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 because again, we're talking about between lines. We're not talking about changing a person here. We're talking about his behavior on the floor. And sure, right. it, will he be as effective a Draymond Green? No, he he won't be if he can't uh, do all of his antics or whatever else, and ha- you know have have full freedom there like the NBA's given him for all those years. That's where I agree with you on. But I absolutely believe, and it should have been reined. I mean, it's a guy's been ejected. What are we? We waited till he was thirty three years old. We, we, you know, the, he stomped Demonis in, in the in the uh, in the chest last year. You go after Rudy Gobert. It's only because these incidents are so bunched up that they're finally having and 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 being accused of being soft that the NBA has finally decided, oh, we've got to get serious about this. But no, man, you're not going to change the person. You're not going to change uh, Draymond Green. Not not ever taking responsibility, but you can absolutely uh, um, use uh, all your power to get him to understand that the next one's going to be truly severe. And I think that's eventually going to end up happening, and and I do. I I think does that mean Jeremiah Green stops yelling at refs? No, 
no, but but I do think you'll get a Draymond Green that stops flailing as dang much, or at least to the point where you could knock somebody out. I mean, he, you know, it, it, it's yes, you can control this, and it's on Adam Silver and those guys to do so. So whether it's with this one, uh, whatever it's going to end up being on the indefinite suspension, and what he's got to do off the court, or the next suspension, um, you've got to get it get get through to him, and I think eventually. Uh, Draymond will will understand that this is now you've reached the line that he can't cross. I mean, hopefully. I don't, I don't know. Again, he keeps knocking people out. He keeps inciting crowds like he did in Sacramento last year. You're going to have an incident. So NBA's got to nip it in the right. He's, I mean, they've got when, when he got thrown out in the in the Grizz, you know, in the Grizz playoff, throwing the game, finger like, signs, and you you get all that, you know, the wrong kind yeah. of feeling up in I there. I mean, because and then folks want to throw stuff on a player, and that's how you have the incidents and everything else. And I mean, this is why you have to nip it in the bud. And maybe it will be. Maybe you. Ha- maybe the way you do that is a, a an indefinite suspension that ends up going over ten games. It's something severe. I just don't think they're going to do that because again, that cripples Golden State. They'll say he took care of business in a couple of weeks, and he'll be back. You know, in eight games like John Morant was on that first one when it started indefinite suspension. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just think like that's you know, you're asking Draymond to not do the things that made him a successful basketball player. I mean, I know it's not just that. I mean, I know that. You know, he's, uh, you know, high IQ, great. Yeah, I mean, you know. they're, yeah, they're still the Draymond that's the catalyst in their offense and a lot of what they do. They're still the Draymond that's a great rebounder. Now, that's, now, now, he, it's, it's he not, relies on well, that, well, on that, you well, know, fear factor. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.